Hey everybody, welcome to the AME Radio Show. We got a great lineup for you guys today. We have Samea. She's an Indian American pop singer, and we're going to be talking to her about her brand new single called Near Me. And we have the legendary children's performers Sharon and Bram, formerly of Sharon Lewis and Bram. And we're going to be hearing a little bit about their career and hearing their legendary song, Skin of Marine. So let's get it started. You're about to enter a world of creativity and mingle with people that follow their dreams to color your world and brighten your day. From top celebrities to rising stars of tomorrow on the AME Radio Show. The show that is the voice of artists and entertainers everywhere. Now, here's your host, Jason Dowd. Hey everybody, welcome back. And I am so glad you joined us again today because we have another great show for you. We have a couple of great guests coming on. And we're going to be talking about some stuff in the in the uh, entertainment industry that's going on. So there's a lot of stuff to cover in just a little bit of time. And we're going to be getting into it right now. So before we get into anything, check out our website. It's www.theamemagazine.com. That is the AME experience. So when you go there, you'll be able to see the links to our radio, television, and magazine. Lots of stuff to be inspired by. A lot of great guests that have come on and talked to us about their passion and shown us some of the stuff that they got going on in the world right now, and we want you to go check that out. You'll also be able to, to sign up for our newsletter, download our apps for our Apple or Android platform, and of course, you'll be able to um, go on our social media networks, be a part of that conversation as well. Now, I did mention that we were hacked, and yes, we were, but I have gained control of it back. So what I am able to do now is I am able to post stuff, so I'm going to be posting more stuff coming out. And uh, I want you to be a part of this conversation, too. So this is where you have your chance to, to chime in. And who knows, maybe we'll make you a guest on our show if you want to be, or we will use your opinion on one of our shows. So please be a part of this conversation. It is so ex- important. And uh, also, we want you to um, check out our sponsor. So go check out www.gladdiesgoodies.com. Dot com that's g l a d d y s g o o d i e s dot com and use the promo code a m e so that's a as in apple m as in mary e as in electric and you will receive 20% off your first or or actually your order period we don't have a first or second order just use it and you can save some money every time you go ahead and shop on our sponsor and they are probably the best place to get treats Wholesome treats for your dog because they are made by hand with love and they are to the highest standard possible. They have no additives, fillers, byproducts, or anything like that to harm your animal. They're just pure goodness. And they have a variety of flavors. They got chicken, turkey, sweet potato, beef, pork, and uh, salmon. So go check it out when you get a chance. It's gladdiesgoodies.com. Okay, so what we're going to talk to you today is we're going to jump into the NFL. The NFL has got a lot of stuff going on right now. And uh, I woke up on Monday and the entire NFL nation was in an uproar. Why? Well, I cannot believe the amount of serious injuries to quarterbacks across the league right now. So far, the Saints have lost Drew Brees for at least six weeks. The... um, the Steelers have lost Ben Roethlisberger for the rest of the season. The Jets are down to their third-string quarterback because Darnold and their second stringer is are out. One of them will be back in a couple of weeks, but not sure about the other one quite yet. And then we also have um, the upset in Miami. We have a, they have a quarterback that just can't seem to play. 
I don't know what it is, but he just cannot seem to throw the ball. He's throwing interceptions. I don't know if it's a team. I don't know if it's it's his receivers, the situation he's in. But they have given up 90-some points and have only allowed um, seven. That's all they allowed. Uh, Or is it 10? Yeah, it's 10. So they've only... They've only forced 10 and given up 90 over the last two weeks. That is major. So there's a lot of stuff going on right now, and it's kind of interesting how this is going to play out. Uh, you, have your, you have your typical juggernauts uh, from last year that are continuing to be juggernauts this year, teams that are standing out. But some of the ones that are really shocking me are the ones like Miami. Miami was decent last year. They weren't great, but they were decent. This year, I don't know what the hell happened. And the Browns, who came in with high expectations of doing some amazing things, especially with the acquisition of, of, um, of Odell Beckham Jr., they're kind of falling short. They're one and one They barely uh, they, they brought it to the Jets, but let's face it, the Jets technically had a uh, the second string quarterback. So we'll we'll see how that goes right now. The Giants I had a little bit more expectations for. They are 0 and 2. The Bills who I expected to probably be about 1 and 1 and would probably figure finish the season maybe with 5 wins or 2 and 0. That's kind of shocking. Uh, the 49ers handed it to the Bengals last uh, week and uh, I kind of was a little bit shocked by that. Uh, the Chargers being one on one—that's kind of shocking. So, so there are some things that are going on right now that are that are kind of, um, kind of, uh, like I said, shocking. And I—that's just the way sports go. You never know how it's going to run. Okay, so I think that's about all I got right now. What we're going to do is we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we have Sharon and Bram on the line talking to us about their brand new book. And, of course, going over their legendary career. And when we're done with the interview, I am going to play Skin and Marink. So if you have not heard the song, it made him famous. And we got to play it. So we'll be right back with Sharon and Bram right after this. I'm Gladdy, the dachshund, the face of Gladdy's goodies. Are you worried about your pet's health? My parents were too, especially since I developed pancreatitis. They couldn't find any treats I could eat, so they made some. Our natural treats are healthy for all dogs, with and without health issues. We have lots of delicious flavors like chicken, turkey, salmon, sweet potato, beef, and more. With our homemade treats, you won't worry about the contents because they have no chemicals, fillers, or bad ingredients. Go to gladdiesgoodies.com now to get your fur friend a bag and pick them up some swag while you're there. You'll be glad you did. Remember, we have the treats and swag to make their tails wag. Again, that's gladdiesgoodies.com. Again, that's gladdiesgoodies.com. Hi, I'm Andrew. And I'm Holly. Do you have a crazy family like we do? Oh, I definitely have that crazy family. Why? What do you have for me? Do you have a solution? I have a new album by us, Andrew and Holly. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Yes. It's called Go for the Moon. Go for the Moon. You can get it anywhere you like to get music. We hope you'll check it out. Hi, I'm Andy Allo, and you're listening to the AME Radio Show. Hey, 
everybody. We have on Skype video a very special couple here. They have been around for as long as I can remember, and they have brought so many amazing memories to me as I, as I was growing up. They are Sharon, Lois, and Bram, but today we have Sharon and Bram. Actually, I, I remember them on The Elephant Show on Nickelodeon. was one of my favorite shows I used to watch. Now, they have some brand new music out, and they also have a brand new book out called Shimmerink. And uh, we're going to learn all about this and we're gonna more. Have to, we're going to have to teach you how to say that. Yes, you're going to have to. And, and, and I can't learn from, I, I can only learn from the best, right? So we'll have to do this. <laughs> so so the, welcome. Book is, the book is called Sharon, Lois, and Bram's Skinnamarink. Skinnamarink. Oh, I wrote it wrong. <laughs> I can redo this in, introduction if you'd like. No. 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 We, we have corrected people on the, the pronunciation of that word for 40 plus years. It's a mouthful. It is a mouthful. I mean, it's a, fun, it's a fun mouthful. A lot of people for their whole lives have thought it's, it, it was skidamarink. It is not. Not. S-K-I-N, skidamarink. Well, I got one question for you. How did you come up with a word like that? We did not come up with it. You didn't. We, it is a song. It was a song. It is a song. And Lois learned it the year 1978. She learned it from her young cousin, Lisa, in Chicago, who taught it to Lois because she had learned it at camp. And Lois brought it back to us. And we thought it was a charming song. So we put it on a record and we ended every we ended our first concert singing that song and thought, that's a really good idea. And ever since then, we have ended everything we do. A song, a concert, a record, it always ends with Skinner. But on the first recording of it, we had no idea that it was going to be as, you know, as much a part of our lives as it is. They didn't even let me sing on it. <laughs> Sharon, uh, uh, Lois did the, the melody, Sharon did the harmony. And I played the ukulele part on the high string guitar, but you didn't hear my voice in that song until the end of the first concert. And then well, forever. Well, I'll tell you what, I, don't, I could not see you guys without uh, associating that song with you. That's, yeah. that's how iconic it's been. I think that's quite wonderful. And there are a lot of people who know the song, but don't really know where it came from, that, that it came from us. But that's okay, because the song carries a lovely message and if people are singing it, we're happy. And the book, of course, carries a much broader message. Why don't you tell him? Yeah, I'd love to learn about the book. <laughs> okay, I didn't know what she was going to do that. Uh, the song is short. Mm -hmm. And basically, that's it. And it's not book length. And we thought it'd be really nice to make a book of it, but any book made from that song would be a pamphlet. <laughs> so, uh, Randy Hampson, who is Sharon's daughter, is also a lawyer and uh, a musical person, very much so, and and has been managing us for the last uh, couple of years. Couple of years, uh, she said, "Let me have a hand at writing an introduction and some extra verses for it," and she did. And we thought, okay, well, we'll give her a try and see what happens. And she came up with great stuff, beautiful words that are covering all the bases about how many different ways there are and how many different situations you can be in when you love somebody. 
and all sorts of seasons and people. It's quite lovely. It's quite lovely. And we've been singing it in our show, in our shows for the last year. We, re we recorded it and it will soon be out on recording. Um, but we've been singing it in the shows and the audience gets to sing the parts that they know. They get to hear the new parts. And it's quite wonderful. It's quite successful. And the book is a thing of beauty. We worked with a wonderful illustrator. Her name is Chin Lang. And the book, her illustrations re reflect the kind of diversity that, that the words of the, of the song reflect. And you see it in the pictures and in the drawings and in the people. And we're very proud of it. And, and we're hearing great things about people's response to it. So what's the age range for the book? Is it, is it young adult? Is it meant for kids? Because I know you guys do a lot with kids. Uh, adults, it, who can enjoy it? Can everybody enjoy it? We are finding that our age range is much wider than we kind of thought that it might be. I mean, they've taken this song and sung it at weddings. You know when you'd ha you have to want a, the bridegroom to kiss and you have to sing a song with the word love in it? That's like number one of those songs <laughs> in weddings all over North America. The book is really a, a lovely book for children because they can learn to read, they can sing it, they can learn about reading, they can look at the pictures. The pictures are full of surprises. Every time they go through it, they're gonna find something new and delightful to be charmed by. But they're, they're all the 30-somethings and older who grew up on us. And you can believe they are buying that book because it's part of their, their wonderful, nostalgic uh, history. That's There's, me. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And, and so, you know, it's primarily a book for children, but people who grew up on us want that pleasure as well. Absolutely. Now, what got you into working with children anyways when you guys started out? Well, I'll start. Uh, I was singing folk songs for adults, young adults, uh, during the folk music boom during the 60s, which was a long time ago. <laughs> and uh, I, I started to do uh, guitar accompaniments for a very famous in Canada folk singer named Alan Mills, and he was on the road going to place in Canada and the United States. He needed a guitar, so he didn't play. And he did concerts uh, of all kinds. He did concerts for university kids. He did concerts for general adults. But also, he did concerts for children. And he was really good at it. Um, he was good at it the same way that Pete Seeger is good at getting people to sing with him mm -hmm. and I got a taste of it from that and I think between him and Pete Seeger I thought kids are a wonderful audience they're honest they sing out and and they don't hold back and I spent a number of years as a school teacher uh, so I was well grounded in working with kids for me it's a short story I grew up in an environment where there was a lot of singing together, and it, people making music together, mostly folk music, was a natural for me. And I also had a real affinity for children. I belonged with young children. And I started as a folk singer, as Bram talked, um, you know, singing in the coffee houses. But I really just kind of fell into 
working with children. And ultimately, we all belong to an organization called Mariposa in the Schools, which put individual performers like us and Lois into the schools on a freelance basis. You go in for a day and sing with, you know, four or five classrooms of children. And we learned a lot doing that kind of music. And ultimately, we decided to make a record of music for children. We did not plan to start a career <laughs> as a trio. We just planned to make that one record together. But the response to the record launched the career. Talking about, talk about getting really, really unexpectedly lucky. Absolutely. Because we had no idea, no. as Sharon said. Well, I remember coming home from school, and I, I, I'd get home at like around 2 o'clock, and I would go in there, and my grandmother had taped it for me, uh, your show. Nice. And so I, I got to watch your show, and in the summertime, I got to watch it live. You know, so because uh, she had Nickelodeon, I didn't have Nickelodeon where I was. So I didn't get a chance to see it at home. But every every Friday, my grandmother had them taped for me and I loved it. And, uh, you know, those are memories with her. I cannot I, I it, they're, they're extremely valued to me. They're, they're priceless. They're forever. Did, did yes. she uh, did she watch them with you? She absolutely did. And she used yeah, to sit there and do the dance with us, too. Uh, <laughs> you know, you, it's interesting to me. I love your story. You are not the first person who has told me about watching The Elephant Show with his grandmother. Mm -hmm. I've heard that story a number of times. And, and, you know, you hang on to those memories. They're forever. Yeah. No, I think it, it has to do with a few things, two of which are, number one, we chose all of our material not to be kiddie songs. Right. We chose them to be good songs that were accessible to children. Right. And so we did a lot of things that were kind of a surprise. And, you know, written originally for adults, but we thought kids are going to get into this too, so the kids like it. So the parents and the grandparents, they like it too. And they love to watch the kids get as involved as they do. It's a double entertainment mm -hmm. for them. That was one thing I did find out uh, that I loved about your music too. It wasn't it wasn't always the, like the typical kid songs. Like some of them, you sit there and listen to them, and it drives you insane. And it's like, how could you listen to that all day long? But your stuff, you could listen to, and adults loved it too. Yeah. You know, even my grandfather would sit there, and, and and if it wasn't Christian music, he didn't listen. But he sat there with it and watched. <laughs> so if he sat there and watched it, it had to be good. That's just it the way it was. Music from us. <laughs> <laughs> We sang a song, um, uh, it was an old Shaker hymn, Simple Gifts, Tis a Gift to be Simple. And we once had a complaint from someone who said, you shouldn't, she phoned the, our office and said, you shouldn't be singing a song that says, it's a gift to be sinful. F sinful, which we did not do, of course. Wow. <laughs> Usually when you, we get a, when you get a heavy phone call like that, there's only one way to deal with it, and that is, Get on the telephone. Oh, call them back, of course. Call yeah. them back. It was a different and Often I did that, but in this case, oh, I did it, Sharon did that. Because that she was my song. She explained the, the difference, and it was like a, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> we should tell you about the new music that we've recorded. Bram and I have been singing without Lois. Lois stopped singing in around 2000, I think. Her husband died in... She, he died in 98, actually, yeah. 98. So she just stopped in 99 or 2000. She just didn't want to do it anymore. And she didn't have the heart for it. But we stayed connected to Lois, and we're very, very good friends, of course. And she died four years ago.
But Bram and I have been singing without her for the last 20 plus years, or 20 years, I guess. And um, we, but we had not recorded since the, the trio recorded many years ago. And a couple of years ago, my daughter, who was managing us, thought it would be nice for us to record. And Bram said there was a song that my husband had written that he really wanted us to record. And that grew into, I think, six or seven songs that, that my we husband... We said, let's do, let's do a Joe Hampson retrospective. Because he wrote terrific songs. He did many things really well. One of them was songwriting. And they had been recorded before, but they had been kind of put to one side and forgotten about. And I thought that they were too good to be forgotten. And so we've re-recorded them in our voices. And, and they're streaming cool. and they're downloadable. One of them is called The Color Song. That was the first one that Bram was intent on us doing because it's about... Uh, Homonyms. It's it's word. Play. It's a clever. It's clever. He's a word guy. The word. The book was read, but it wasn't read. Mm. R e d r e a d. So it, it, Bram loves stuff like that. So we did that. The color song. We did the hug song, which is about hugging. And I think we're living in an era now where hugging is a really good thing, and lots of people need it. And there are they couple, do. There are a couple of peace songs talk about peace, and everybody's talking. And a song about it's okay to be different. It's called, it's all right. It's called Is there anything wrong? Is there anything that? How could anything, anything be, be wrong, wrong with being, being different? different? It's all about differences and how, how boring it would be if there weren't differences. Yeah. And, and one other, which is called the, the drum song. Which, right. is, which is about drum sounds. It's quite. We're just working on that one now. You know, and Skin and Rink, of course. Yeah, we've got a new version of Skin and Rink. He, well, Joe didn't write that. But no, he, no. He arranged it originally for us. Yeah. I was just struck with something. There's been a movement uh, around for the last few years that, especially in teachers and classrooms, children, you don't touch the kids. Right. Mm -hmm. Because it could be interpreted as sexual or as an assault. And so a lot of genuine emotions that are expressed by a, a touch on the shoulder or a tussle in the hair. Or, or a, a hug. Or a hug. And kids who need hugs. And they don't get them. And, and it's, a kind of, it's against the law in some place. And it's yeah, it is. I mean, I, I believe in protecting obviously. But I also believe in the need for demonstrative affection. And I know, I mean, sometimes a kid will say to Bram that he or she wants a hug and he'll ask the parent. Yeah. You have to do that now. I, I asked the, the kid sometimes when we're talking, I said, you know, do you mind if I put my hand on your, on your shoulder? You got to check it out. <laughs> It's, it's, it's a lot weird. Of, it's a lot it's of spontaneous affection is, is, is not yeah. happening. Yeah. That's true. And sometimes, you know, those kids, that might be the only hug that they get. Exactly. You know, it, it, it's hard to believe, but that's, that is possible. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Well, I'll tell you what, I was so excited to see that you guys put out some more music. You know, like I said, I grew up on your music, and I am so glad that my kids are going to be able to experience that new stuff now, too. You know, because I think they need to see, I, they need to see performers like you. They, they really do. That's wonderful. Thank well, you. the thing is, there aren't a lot of performers like us. A no. lot of the people who are doing music for children are 
perfectly well motivated, uh, but they think that they've always got to be teaching. Mm -hmm. And we resist that. <laughs> we never have chosen songs for the purpose of teaching a lesson. We've always chosen songs because they mean something to us, and there may be lessons learned from them, but not because that's the goal. The goal is, here's the music, take it into your life, make it your own, you got it forever. That's fantastic. And, and I think that's why you've been so timeless, too. That's nice. Thank, Thank you. Well, I appreciate you guys coming on here. Uh, how can anybody follow you, see what you guys have coming out? Um, if, you're, if you're touring anywhere, obviously get your book and your new music. See the old stuff. Where can they do it? Well, there's a wonderful, we do have a, our website has been updated. It's SharonandBram.com, and everything that you need to know is there. Well, I think this is going to be so much fun. You know, I showed my wife the other day. She got excited. Uh, she oh. teaches uh, daycare. So, um, you oh, know, th this, is, this is the kind of stuff that we just enjoy. Y you guys have been iconic in my lifetime, and you've helped me create memories that I can never uh, replace. And I can't, uh, I can't thank you guys enough for that, and I cannot wait to see you doing that for the rest of the generations to come. Oh, you're so kind. Thank you. Thank you. It means a lot. You're welcome. And guys, we have to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back about three minutes. Don't go anywhere. Skinamarinky-dinky-dink, skinamarinky-doo. I love you. Skinamarinky-dinky-dink, skinamarinky-doo. I love you. I love you in the morning and in the afternoon. I love you in the evening and underneath. creatures or urban legends do you want to step inside a dream or nightmare if you answered yes to any of these questions then you should check out internationally exhibiting artist jason dowd and his award-winning photographic collections by visiting www.imaginationartstudios.com Get inside his mind and experience his inner weird. <laughs> hey, I am Dana L. Davis, and I have a book coming out May 28th from Inkyard Press. The book is called The Voice in My Head. Um, the book is about a young girl who is trying to save her ailing twin sister, and she starts to hear a voice in her head, a voice that she thinks is the voice of God. And so guided by this voice, her entire family, I think there's 10 of them all together, hops in an old paratransit bus and takes a trip across country. It's a fun ride. Again, it comes out May 28th. Check out my website, DanaLDavis.com, because I'm going to be going on a book tour, and I hope to see you guys out. Thank you. Bye. 
Hey, this is Jen Lilly from Days of Our Lives, and you're listening to AME Radio Show. everybody. We are here with our guest, Samaya. She is an Indian American pop singer, and she has a brand new single out called Near Me, and I'm really excited to talk to her about her music, her single, and everything else that she's got going on in her life. So welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. So tell me a little bit about yourself. When did you get into being a uh, musician? When did you start writing and playing music? Um... I've been into music as long as I can remember. I loved singing when I was young and my parents saw that. So they got me into voice lessons when I was about like eight years old. And I would write songs about puppies and stuff when I was five years old. But then when I was like 11, I started writing real songs and I started playing the guitar that year. And I've been playing instruments since before that, so, yeah. Wow. So, you've seen yourself grow. Uh, what, what has been the biggest change in your music since you pretty much started? Obviously, since, you know, writing about puppies and stuff like that, it changes a little bit more, but what has been, what has been some of the things that you've noticed in your music the most that's changed? Um, a lot, I think. I always try to write about different topics. Uh, I have a lot of different influences that I listen to. I like listening to musical theater, jazz, pop, rock, alternative pop, depending on my mood. And I was part of choir and musical theater while growing up. And so like everything I've done has influenced me into becoming the artist I am today. And I always try to experiment with different songwriting styles and just improve everything but also try different things yeah well i know the indian culture you know music and dance is extremely important to them and it really kind of defines the, their culture in itself do you do you use any of that in your own music i don't um no? i no <laughs> i listened to it growing up when i was younger but then I kind of stopped just because it's not what I was as into because uh it sounded more like the stuff that I didn't really feel like listening to basically well, but there are some songs that are pretty oh absolutely I mean that's that's what's great about people and and, and music is that you can you can be inspired by some things and some things that, that aren't, you know, but that doesn't mean yeah. that it's anything less than, you know, you know, exciting and, and amazing. So, you know, it's, it's, I, I just like to ask that from people because, you know, sometimes I've seen people put together some amazing sounds from different, different areas around the world that they've never even been to, but yet they, they, I they like feel connected to, to French it. music, but yes. Oh yeah. French is cool. 
So tell me a little bit about your new music that you have coming out. Are you working on any albums right now? I just completed recording an EP. And uh, I've released my first EP like a couple years ago, but this one is better. I'm more excited. Like, I mean, I was, I was excited for that one too, but now I'm really excited for this one. <laughs> I've seen myself grow as an artist and the production, like the, the effort and the time that we put into it, it was like producing the EP was a collective effort. And I had a lot of like say and input into all of the little intricate sounds that we used. Um, and that's, that's really exciting because it's a product that's very much my own and kind of different, but also cool. Do you have a name for it yet? I do have a name for it. Is it ready to be announced or are we going to keep it a secret? Because I love secrets too. <laughs> uh, I think it's going to be a secret for now. Oh, I love it. See, that's what keeps everybody on their seat. You know, I love yeah. that. Well, that's cool. Now, how many songs are you going to be putting on it? I know EPs can usually run up to eight songs depending on how they go, but how many do you have on it? Yeah, actually, this has about eight songs on it. One of them is an intro song, so it's not a, a whole song, but including that, it's eight. Now, what kind of story are you going to tell with this particular um, album, if any? Because sometimes you can't, sometimes you can't, sometimes it's just fun dance music, sometimes it does tell stories. What's, your, what's this, the theme for this? This has a story for me. Um, it's... It's interesting because I am working on other <laughs> albums as well. Like I've been writing for like my next release after that <laughs> and stuff. And that has its own concept. But this one, it, uh, I chose it because this is what I had. These are the songs that didn't fit on my, like one of my other albums that I was working on. And they didn't fit on my next concept album, but I wanted to release them because I really like these songs. And wow. so they're kind of an eclectic mix that were thrown together, but they work in a way, like they work together. Um, and so the story they tell, it's about dreaming and dreaming, dreaminess. And not like the kind of sleep dreaming, although that's cool too. It's more like just having a dreamy output on life. And yeah, that's all I can tell you. <laughs> no, that's great. That's great. So tell me a little bit about your your uh, music style. Uh, you know, one of the things that I know as a as a artist is that you want to stay fresh. You want to stay individual. You want people to be able to pick up that music and say, "I know exactly who that is." Mm -hmm. And I know you're you're doing that on your on your albums here. So how do you make the style for yourself? What do you define your style as that has that's different from everybody else's? I call it alternative or alternative pop because it's that's I kind of feel like alternative music is like what's different from other music that's in its genre like there's a lot of different style alternative music you can find but it's always different than like you know alternative rock isn't like normal rock alternative pop isn't like normal pop so it's kind of like in that realm because I listen to so many different styles of music and I don't want to be 
bound by any genre. But I listen to a lot of alternative pop and just normal alternative music anyway. So that's that's where I am. I like that you're not putting yourself point. inside of the walls of a genre because when you sometimes do that, if somebody doesn't like pop, they're not going to listen. If they don't like rock, they're not going to listen. If they don't like country, they're yeah. not going to listen. So, you know, being able to, to express that and have a variety of sounds that pleases everybody is really a good thing. Yeah, you know what's cool is that in this EP, I feel like there's a song for everyone because the styles are kind of all over the place, but in a way that they work together. But like I've showed shown the EP to different people, different friends, and everyone has a different favorite, which is really cool. That is really cool. You know, it's, a, it's always usually that one song that you think is going to be the hit, and sometimes somebody likes that other one. It's like, wow, I didn't know that they would like that one that much. But you hope they do, because, I mean, I kind of think we've gotten out of the age with music to where we used to buy the CD and listen to the whole CD. We're going in there and buying one single, and that's the song that we hear on the radio, so everybody loves it. But I think we're losing something special with that with the music without being able to get yeah. the whole CD. So I, I like that, that, you're, that you are able to... Uh, get a different variety of, of people that like the different songs and, and, and run with it. Yeah, thank you. So when do you think this EP is going to come out? Do you have a date set yet or are you kinda, do you have a projection date? I don't have a date set yet. It's going to be next year. Okay. It's like maybe towards the beginning to mid next year. I'm not sure yet. But I do have my first single that's going to come out in October. And that single, is that uh, Near Me? No. No, okay, so that you already... That's not... Uh, what is Near Me? Uh, tell me a little bit about that. Uh, Near Me was my previous single. I released it, it's almost been a year, actually. I released it last um, November, I want to say. <laughs> yeah, and it was, uh, it's a very, it's like a pop rock ballad. And, yeah, I like the song. I wrote it. I'm biased. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever. It's, you know, I, you know I like the song. Well, I hope you do, because that's, uh, that's important. So tell me yeah. what the song's about, though, because I know that's the one we were going to be playing. That was the one that, that uh, your, your uh, company sent over to me, and you I'm should. excited to play it for everybody. So tell me a little bit about the song, the, the, the story behind it. It was inspired by a book that I read. I read a lot. I read a lot of books, like usually fiction, but it's just really interesting because all of the books give me different perspectives on different people's minds and how they could be thinking. And that's a lot of good songwriting material. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, especially if something happens in a book where it ends up ending in a different way than I would like it to or something. I can just write a song based on like how it should end. That's and pretty cool. And creative fun. too. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's just usually when I write songs, it's like, it's different every time, but there's always uh, inspiration that comes from different places. And sometimes it'll be my own. Sometimes It'll be from the book. Oftentimes it's a mix of like all of my current things that are going on. 
you know, sometimes I see people that are songwriters, they go out and they just people watch. And sometimes it's so easy to get material from there because sometimes it's either super crazy. Sometimes it makes you think, what the hell were they thinking? Sometimes yeah. it's just an experience that it's like, wow, I, you know, that's really inspiring in itself, just the way it is. Do you do that as well? Um, I don't do that in particular. It's so interesting. Uh, I've been on a trip for the past couple of weeks. And it's been a solo trip in Europe. And I've never done that before. That's the furthest I've been away from home by myself. So it's been really interesting because I've been to many different places and I've had many different experiences. And I feel like I have a lot of content to write about now just based off of all of that. But I've seen so many different people and people are very interesting because everyone is so different. And even like the way I think is different depending on where I'm visiting, which is also crazy. Like I become a different person, but I'm not because I'm still me. <laughs> but then I kind of adapt. It's so crazy. It's been interesting. <laughs> it sounds interesting. So um, what else do you have coming out? I know you're working on your album. Do you have any tours coming out or anything like that that you're working on? I don't have anything yet, but I definitely plan on it at some point because I love performing. What do you love the most about performing? Is it the people, the reactions, just getting out and singing in front of everybody? I love everything about it. Like, you know, I started singing because I like singing. So I love that aspect. I get to just sing for hours and then having people like wanting to listen to me. That's awesome. Having people like who want to sing along with me and connect with my music that I've written. That's so cool because then we can all like share an experience together because it's not only doing something for me, it's not only just really cathartic for me, it's cathartic for them too. Cause they're, they feel like they're part of something. Like I myself love to go to concerts, especially of artists that I really admire and like, and it feels good to me. So yeah, hopefully I can do that for others so tell me how people can find you how can people can see your music uh listen to the music uh buy merchandise see any tours that you have coming up yeah i am on twitter and instagram and facebook and youtube and spotify and all that stuff uh, my username for instagram is at somea music uh that's s-o-m-e-y-a music and then on Twitter, I'm at I am Samea. And in other places, I'm just Samea Music. Probably you can just like look up my name and maybe music at the end and find me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, I'm really glad you came on today. I had a lot of fun talking with you. I love your music. I've been able to hear a lot of it from uh, a lot Thank of different you. sources. I appreciate so. it. You're very talented, and hopefully we'll be able to get you back on maybe in mid-tour sometime and, and check out how it's yeah. going along across the world. Great. I'm looking forward to it. And I'm also looking forward to your new CD, so I can't wait for that to come out, and hopefully we'll keep everybody informed Me when too. that does come out. Me too. Thank you. You're welcome. So we are going to be playing right now for everybody your brand-new song. Well, it's not your brand-new song, but it's, it's new to us, called Near Me. So I think the best way... For us to, to get it going is for you to introduce it. So go ahead and introduce it for everybody. 
Hey guys, it's Samaya, and this is my single near me. It's about two lovers where one of them is really distant and the other is trying to get through to them. And finally they do, and they feel reconciled and happy in their relationship. And it's playing right now, guys. Enjoy it. We'll be right back after this. You whispered the things you would do to me, things you couldn't say in the day. Things I know I shouldn't crave You stare through my senses relentlessly My hands tied in your clasp I hear echoes of our past Can you feel me? I'm right here Can you hear me pleading? All our tears, you're not But you came back still gone Can you feel me? I'm right here Can you hear me pleading? All our tears You're not near me Me Jason Dowd of Imagination Art Studios is proud to announce the release of his steampunk collection, which is currently on tour across the country. There you will see beautiful handmade masks from Venice, Italy that accentuate beautiful women to create amazing stories and feelings to those who visit the collection. Each photo series has a theme, mask, authentic props, and beautifully elaborate outfits, all collaborated in the mind of Jason Dowd to create the right emotion and feeling. The masks come from a shop in Epcot at the Italian Pavilion, where all these photos are on display for you to see. This is one of the biggest accomplishments of his career, having his work at Disney. 
Come see the beautiful first release of the series, which includes Distressed Dancer, Spanish Serenade, The Pied Piper, and Reaching for the Czars. You can see them in person or online at www.imaginationartstudios.com. For more information, visit the website. Again, it's imaginationartstudios.com. Our Facebook is Imagination Art Studios. Twitter is at Dow Studios. And Instagram is at Jason Dow. Come and be mesmerized by the masks and the stories behind them. Hi, I'm Paulina Lagudi. I'm the creator of Mail Order Monster, releasing November 6th on demand. Hey, what's up? I am Dana Davis from Lifetime Suburban Swingers Club, also from Heroes, from Star vs. the Forces of Evil, and from Craig of the Creek on a Cartoon Network. You are listening to AME Radio. Welcome back, everyone, and we're about ready to get the show uh, closed out. I'm going to be doing a little bit of music, but before we get into some music, I wanted to kind of give you guys an update. If you plan on going to uh, the Magic Kingdom or anywhere in Disney World in Orlando, I can't speak for the one in California because I just don't know, but the one here in Florida is a mess right now. So here's some things that I want you to kind of understand what's going on. So you could you could plan for it, especially if you have like disabilities or anything like that, like I do. This can be a life saving bit of information. First of all, if you go into the Magic Kingdom, they're doing a lot of construction on the parking lot and in the front entrance. Last couple times that I've been, this is kind of what they do. When you come up and you're taking the tram, the tram drops you off before the bridge. You probably have maybe about a fifty yard to a hundred yard walk before you can get to the main gate where you go through the the metal detectors. Once you're through the metal detectors, then you got to walk to the monorail where you can catch it to the um, you can catch it to the park Epcot, or you can take it to the resorts. And then there's also the ferry boat. Well, last couple times that I've been there, the monorail has been down. Now, you can sometimes take the bus if they still have buses going, but at this particular time when I got there, it was just too late. So the buses run until about 10 o'clock in the morning. If you don't make it by that time, what you will have to do is you will have to take the ferry. The ferry does not run very often. It's like every 15, 20 minutes. So expect a long delay to get there. Once you get into the park, they have reduced some of the lines. So now there used to be like 18 lines. I think it's now nine. So they're trying to shove all these people through nine lines. Now, this will be changing once everything is completed. So those are just some things when you need to look out for when you're going to the Magic Kingdom. As far as Hollywood Studios, it's just going to be nuts because they have the brand new um, Star Wars rides that are there, and that is going to be bringing a lot of traffic that way. People are dying to try it, so expect long lines and a lot of major cramming into the into the park. They do have the new Sky Rail open, so if you are 
on at any of the parks you can i don't i don't even know if you could take it from a park to park but i know you could take it from a resort to the park and it does go to a couple one a couple of them i don't know which ones it does exactly but i do know it goes to hollywood studios and i think it's going to go to animal kingdom but i don't think the one for the animal kingdom's open yet so if you're going to go there you can take the skyway or just be prepared to sit in a long, long line at Hollywood Studios. There was a little bit of a drop-off, too, for the, the tram. I don't know if they've brought that back up now that the sky now that the Skyway's open. I haven't been to that one yet since that's uh, been open, so I will keep you up to date on that. In Epcot, they are, t- uh, they are bringing down one of their pop, the, the soda pop place that was there. You could go try all these different sodas from all different countries. Well, now... It used to be free, but now they're going to be paying for it. So they're going to be revamping that. That is closing here as of now. And the Food and Wine Festival is going on, so that might be a little bit of, a little bit of trouble getting into there, but you could try it. Uh, so there's a lot of stuff going on at all these different parks. We'll just kind of see how it's going to go. That's all I got for you right now on that. So let's close out the show with a little bit of music. Um, I think what I'm going to do today is feature Billy Joel, one of my favorite artists. So we're going to hear some songs from him. And I'm going to say, keep those creative juices flowing, and we will see you again next week. Enjoy, Billy Joel. Good night, everybody. She's gone Listen boy, it's good 
we're done. Calm down, people. Calm down. Okay? That's it.